Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Slip Cordon. This is your boy Kibbs. I got my guy Nubby here with me. How's it going, lad? It's going fine. Uh, Afi is not here with us. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's a little busy with uh, studies and school. Yeah. Uh, we're really sorry. We're very late on this. Uh, we were supposed to come a lot earlier, but a lot of us uh, were busy with studies, work, and other stuff. So we were, it was very difficult to manage the time. But hopefully from this episode onwards, we'll be a lot more regular. And also, Afi will be back uh, very soon. Very soon, yeah. Uh, a lot has happened uh, in the cricketing world since we talked last the last time. Yeah. And a lot of uh, you have reached out to many of us uh, at the Slip Cordon to, and asked about our next episodes. Uh, thanks for patiently waiting. Thanks for uh, asking us about it. It gives us a lot of encouragement. Um, so... Let's dive into cricket. Yeah, I mean, so a lot I'm... has a lot has been going in the cricketing world since we uh, since we did our last episode, right, Kevs? Yeah. So we the Bangladesh West Indies series finished up. We've had the India England series start up again, and Pakistan and South Africa also played. So and Australia's in New Zealand now. So it a lot just of cr- started. Yeah. It just started yesterday. So if so. you all are uh, tired of Test cricket, because there's been a <laughs> ton of test cricket lately yeah uh, australia is playing uh four t20s in new zealand yeah so that's that series supposed to be a belter yeah and first game was or last night crazy game you know if you guys are really looking for some t20 action i think that would be uh that'd be a great series to watch yeah i mean just a little short intro yeah. to the game new zealand australia i think a uh, good story about devon conway Oh, the yeah. guy came from moved from South Africa, didn't gain, get any gameplay in South Africa, had nothing to do, so he decided to move to New Zealand. Now, three years later, he's playing for the New Zealand national team, scored 99. Funny, uh, like a very interesting part of that story is uh, when he decided to move to uh, New Zealand, yeah. he decided to sell his house, car, everything, everything in South Africa. And he, he came from a very like well-off family in South Africa, right? Yeah. But he decided to sell everything he owned in South Africa just so that he never uh, has that South Africa as a f- option B, um, you know, as a fallback plan. Yeah. Because he really wanted to make it. He wanted to start afresh. Fresh, yeah. And there you go, made it big time. Yeah. Right? I mean, he scored a 99. Yeah. When, and I was watching the first part of it that I went to sleep because I had work today. But New Zealand was struggling. Yeah, yeah. They, three, were, yeah. they got Williamson gone. William, Guptill gone. Guptill gone. So, yeah. and New Zealand's playing T20 after a long, long. time. Yeah. Right. So the Black Caps are back in beige. Australia is back with their T20 squad, minus yeah. a lot of big names. Yeah. So Steve Smith, uh, David Warner. All the guys were supposed to go to uh, South Africa for the Test series yeah. that got cancelled, but should be still an exciting series. Should be. Yeah. Scintillating team, man. Yeah. Like so many players to watch out for. Yeah. Like both of both the team, both the squads are. Uh, Packed with big hitters, entertaining players. Even Australia, like yesterday, they were probably playing the highest number of all-rounders they ever <laughs> the fielded, fielded, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's an all-rounder. Everyone's an team. all-rounder, yeah. So I guess that's the, that's the new brand of cricket. Yeah. So, so we'll dive into the West Indies-Bangladesh series. The West Indies-Bangladesh series. Lot to talk about there. Lot to talk about. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> uh, a lot has happened. A yeah. lot has happened in the series. 
So we'll talk about both the ODIs, the two ODI, um, two ODI, three, three ODI's. ODIs, three ODIs. I forgot it's been so long. <laughs> the three <laughs> ODIs and two tests. Two tests, yeah. Uh, we'll first take up. We'll do first talk about the three ODIs, and then we'll dive into the topic of the month. <laughs> the topic the of the Bangladesh in Test Cricket. Bangladesh in <laughs> Test Cricket has been a very, very uh, happening topic lately. Yeah. Right? For yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But hey, I mean... This is how you learn, back against the wall. <clears throat> back against the wall, absolutely. Completely. Right? right? This is rock bottom. Yeah. So, for the ODI series, Bangladesh clinched a 3-0 victory. Yeah. Against... Uh, not the strongest ODI team yeah. West Indies has ever fielded. Yeah, they had like five or six debutants, but... Yeah, yeah. five or six debutants, and I guess it, a lot of things went Bangladesh's way, Yeah, right? Um, Bangladesh played well, no, undoubtedly. I expected better cricket, given you're playing a third-tier ODI team that, has, that is ranked below you. Yeah. Uh, I would expect a lot more convincing wins. I would like to expect a lot more uh, statement-making performances, yeah. which I couldn't find in the ODI series. But yes, we're back in cricket after a long break. It takes time for the players to get used to. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Banish could have done a lot better, and a lot of things were in our favor in the ODI series. The pitch was in our favor. Like first day, it was a minefield. First ODI. First ODI, yeah. Um, if Bangladesh batted first, that result, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure where that would have gone. Yeah, because right? when we saw Bangladesh batting in second innings, yeah. and Akhil Hossein came on, and he was uh, bowling to Lytton Das and all these guys, and they were struggling a lot. They were The com team was comparatively struggling. So Bangladesh won with, what, five down? So you don't know. Like, if Bangladesh batted first, it could have been a complete different story. And coming back to the point you made about... West Indies being a comparatively weak team, a lot of these guys pro never played in these minefields. Their captain hasn't played ODI cricket for three years. So they were pretty much, I would say, but, high schoolers against university kids, right? Yes, I mean, all respect to West Indies. Yeah. But if these are not the series that we kind of... Clinch out. Clinch clean, clean. right? Yeah. If we don't for lack of a better term, bulldoze through. Yeah. When else? When else? I also have a few... I, I think a better team could be fielded for all three ODIs. Yes, a lot of people are, you know... Uh, there A lot of people are saying, yes, we need those 10 points for... World ODI Championship, yeah. World ODI Championship. So if a lot of you don't know, World ODI Championship is... Uh, point system it's a league based, league uh, based yeah. system yeah. where every team whatever ODIs you play you get 10, 10 20, points 10 for 20. every win yeah. and after the end of this league uh, there will be like uh, a winner of the ODI championship, championship yes. depending on the highest point so every every match matters in short yes. but a lot of people are saying yes we did not play Shori Fool we did not play we did not do too much of a, tinkering uh, with the squad tinkering with the squad yeah. but I that's where my problem is, right? Like, I don't know why a team like Bangladesh, who is doing pretty, you know, comparatively very much better in, in ODI circuit, yeah. why can't we have the confidence or why don't we have a pipeline strong enough where in a third-tier West Indies team 
against them, we cannot field, we have to field our best 11. Yeah. That we think is our best 11. Yeah. Right? I mean, the last ODI is a pretty much a dead rubber. You've already won the series. Yeah. That, that 10 points, if you don't think your bench strength can get those 10 points, there's an issue in the system. If you, if you don't think there is a, your bench can clinch that 10 points after your 2 nil up yeah. at home, at home. In, on a ranked turner against a team that has eight debutants, when else are you confident yeah. to field your youngsters, right? Yeah. Or even like new guys, right? I don't know, because this is just, you know, like you said, we were gonna, that's a nice segue to our next topic, which is, there is a bigger problem. There is a bigger problem in the picture. It's not only your ODI performance. No. It's not only what we see on the field. Yeah. There is a bigger problem in our mindset, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. so anyway, thankfully, we clinched the series 3-0. Yeah. And I don't think there's... Yes, it's a good introduction back to cricket yeah. after a long break. But if you were to ask what we could take away from that series, not, I don't not too see many. not too much, right? Not yeah, too many. I, I wouldn't say any player did exceptionally well. Hassan Mahmoud was good to see. Hassan Mahmoud's probably the only, only one. Yeah. Hassan Mahmoud's probably the only one that looked good. That's a benefit that, that came out of that series. Yeah. But I expected Shanto got up opportunity that 99% other cricketers don't get in Bangladesh. Yeah. Move Shaki from number and three and he got a chance. Shot. Yeah. And then. So I understand it's it's a long time return for him too, but this is, these are the opportunities you got to You have to start taking on, responsibility, right? right? Yeah. You got to, you got to, I would have, I, I expected to see Shanto winning one of the games. Yeah. Right. If you are, if Shaki Bal Hassan has been moved from number three and you've been handed that spot, there is a price on that wicket, right? And, but I did not see such such sort of devotion from Pan, uh, Shanto. Yeah. So that was one thing I was expecting. I was definitely, definitely expecting Shoriful to get a game. Yeah. That didn't happen. I was expecting uh, Mahedi Hassan to get a game. That didn't happen. So there's a lot of things that we could have tried, but yeah. we didn't. And I guess that shows why we are miserable in the longer format of the game, right? So then this test series came up. Right? Yeah, I think one final point on the ODI series is you had Hassan Mahmoud doing pretty well. He, he looked like he was the only pacer that was somewhat troubling, right? Uh, except Fizz with the new ball was, he was getting the ball to swing in. But, and then you drop the kid after he's done well to play Taskin again. And what does that do to a kid's confidence? Like, he's thinking, oh, I'm probably going to play next game, right? Because I've done well these games. And then he doesn't get picked because some other guy comes in. So what's your take on that? Of course, I, I would never have benched Hassan Mahmoud after the two games. It, 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 was, a, it was not a pacer-friendly pitch at all. Yeah. But he was zipping on that pitch. And to be honest, if you look at his action as well, he's a very smooth action, very smooth delivery. He gets a lot of purchase from like dead wickets, yeah. right? Yeah. He has a high release. So this guy has a lot of things going right for him, right? Yeah. And when you're getting wickets, this is a 
I, I would have definitely played it. I kept him, yeah. right? Yeah. Now the question comes, so when do we, how do we, how do we let Paskin play or yeah. Shoriful play, yeah. right? I feel like we could have, on a pitch like that against a team like this, we could have, we could have played two, two pacers. No, right. well, I mean, in the ODS, they did play two pacers, but I mean, three pacers, right? Yeah, yeah, I meant, I meant, I mean, two pacers by that, I meant, like, like we went two. very much on experience. Experience, yes, yes, right? yes. We, two. Went, we could have played, like, two newcomers, newcomers, so to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we went very much, like, on a foolproof plan of experience, which I think we could have taken that risk, yeah. right? Yeah. Ten points versus you get a new kid on the block. Right to get uh, get our ODI test. Now what happens? So that what we got from that game was ten points. Yeah. But what we did not get from that game is we have Shoriful who hasn't played, played one ODI game is going to New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. And now he might make his debut there. Yes. And he hasn't played a game for his country yes. at home in the conditions he knows so well. Yeah. And now he has to make a debut in completely unknown conditions. Yeah. And you're basically throwing a guy under the bus in this situation. Yeah, almost, almost, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, a lot of people argue that New Zealand has pacer-friendly wickets. But when you get a 19, 20-year-old into the ODI series, I mean ODI uh, team, yeah. you give them the best possible introduction, right? Yeah. Best possible transition into the game. So I would have definitely played Choriful instead of Taskin, that game. We could have... We could afford to play two... Least, least experienced players okay. since yeah. we had a lot more experience in the overall 11 compared yeah. to West Indies. Yeah. So I guess moving on to the talk of the talk of the month, the test series, I think we can take a deeper dive into that because I would say, I mean, I think we both agree there's a lot that's wrong in there the is, long format. There is, there is. So, okay, about test series. Everyone know, we all know by now what happened, results yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I personally think, okay, cricket, the te test is the toughest form of cricket. Mm -hmm. If you, whatever flaws you have as a player, as a team, as a management, as a board, yeah. or as a system, today or tomorrow, test cricket is going to show that. Other two formats of ODI and 20, there is a lot of ways to mask all your flaws, right? For example, you have a weak fielder in the team. You can hide him in spots yeah. where, you know, he's, 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 he's okay, yeah, right? Yeah. You can afford that weak fielder on the team, yeah. maybe for his batting prowess or bowling right. prowess. Yeah. You can, it's a shorter format of the game. You don't need all your bowlers to fire, yeah. technically. Yeah. If Shakib's taken five weeks in one day and Rubel got nothing, yeah. Shakib kind of makes up for the other. Yeah, exactly. Problem, or, or I guess the feature of test cricket is any flaw you have in your team, it's just going to get exposed big time yeah. in, a, in a test format of the game. And clearly, we have shown an exhibition of flaws in those two tests, Yeah. right? Starting from, I think, the biggest reason why the result is what we have today is we have a captain who is not capable of leading a test team. Yeah. It is as straight as that. Yes, there were team selection issues. Yes, there were, like, a lot of people had a lot of options. Oh, if Shakib played, what happened? Shakib got injured and all yeah. that. All that aside. But you can't take so many ifs and buts into the yes. equation, right? Yeah. 
it's as clear as daylight. We have an exhibition of flaws yeah. in our test squad. We, in the test system, I would rather say. And we have not addressed it for a while. We've always like, you know, here and there, They're we got a win, odd win yeah. after five, six defeats. Yeah. And we're like, oh, you know, we're, we're back on track. Yeah, we're yeah. back on track. We're doing yeah. better. Yeah. Forget test championship. Forget winning test games. I don't think we have the mentality to play the game, to approach test cricket like it, it should to be approached. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I feel like there was, there was many flaws. And my biggest, the biggest flaw that I have seen was very, very um, incompetence in captaincy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the games, I mean, we watched a couple of the days together, right? And you just don't see the body language that you would expect from a captain when you're, when you have a lead, he comes back and they do not show that kind of language. You know, you're not attacking that way. You don't have a leg slip. You don't have a, a short gully or you don't have a silly point, right? You're not taking the game by the neck and making things happen. You're waiting to, for things to happen in your favor, which does not work in test cricket because the guy has three days to bat. He can, if he has the mental temperament to bat for three days, he'll bat three days. That's it. In, in white ball cricket, in 50 overs, you have two white balls. Two different balls from two different directions, two different ends. Ball doesn't even swing that much after 20, uh, 10, 15 overs, right? So in test cricket, I don't, I don't think we're approaching with the right aggression that we need to. And that's also causing all these flaws to come to shore. Also, like, yes, aggression is a big part. But I think the problem is way before that. Yeah. We are not playing test cricket by sessions. We are letting the game roll and we're trying to hold on. Even if you have a 300 runs lead, I did not see one session where captain of Bangladesh cricket, test, test cricket, yeah. said, let's go, pressure on these guys now. Yeah. We're leading by a huge margin. Our turf, our pitch, we can just, you know, put all sorts of pressure on them. Yeah. I did not see one session like that. Yeah. Now, first test. What I, happened? We had a huge lead and then a debutant scored 200 runs. Yeah. Funny thing about that, in our last episode, we said Kyle Mears was actually a player yes. to watch out for. And I mean, we did not expect he was going to come out that way, but I guess... Uh, I, yes. Yeah. I mean... Great on Afi, man. This guy yeah. does his research <laughs> and he is on point <laughs> with like finding players. And Joshua Da Silva, Joshua another Silva. one, right? Yeah. Both of them, Mares and Da Silva, literally carried the team on their back and took them to the two wins. But coming back to Bangladesh, last day you have 300 runs to defend. Uh, yes, before we go on to last day, that was a miserable performance altogether for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. But before we get to that, you're playing a very inexperienced test squad yeah. at home again. You are known, you are playing three spinners. You played one pacer. Yeah. I got a huge problem with that. That's a different topic. You're playing yeah. three spinners yeah. and only one pacer. Yeah. Who also is it's... not your fastest pacer, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
maybe you're banking on the pitch, the slowness of the pitch, and his cutters, understandable. But you're play, playing one pacer. That means you are heavily banking on a spinning attack. Yeah. Now, if you are heavily... And, and I, okay, yes, the pitch was turning. Four right? spinners, actually. Four spinners, except, yeah, yeah. Shakib got Shakib. out, whatever, right? Yeah. But let's say you're, you planned with three specialist spinners. Nine was turning it crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Taijul, accurate, for sure. Yeah. Miraz played, you know, he bowled he well. He bowled well, yeah. But if you are, if spin is your primary mode of attack, and if you're playing inexperienced uh, batters in a spin-friendly wicket, yeah. this is test cricket ABCD that you need closing fielders. Yeah. You need closing fielders you need fielders all around the bat because a new batsman coming in, inexperienced. You show them how this turf is. Yeah. I have, after like, I think uh, it was almost 10, 15 overs before there was a short leg yeah. when uh, nine was turning it that much, Yeah. right? Yeah. So if you're bowling to a right-hand batsman and you're a right-arm off spinner with a huge turn, Wherever you pitch, the ball is going towards the leg side of the batsman. Yeah. So wherever the batsman touches it, you need a leg sleep, you need a short leg. Yeah. This is basic cricket. Basic cricket. cricket. Yeah, basic cricket. What captain, what test captain in the world doesn't get that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's come to, um, what, Taiju. Taiju is turning it away from the right hand. Right hander. Okay. Fine. You put a silly point. You put a, a slip. Slip. So many times in like pockets of uh, overs, we needed a second slip. Yeah, yeah. That did not come in like in next six overs, right? So if you are a batsman, these guys, no matter how inexperienced they are, they're playing for international side. Yeah. They got enough cricket knowledge in their bag to figure, like if you give them two, two, uh, two, uh, two lives. Two, two lives, yeah. Two lives, they're set. They score yeah. 100 yeah. if it's of any temperament, right? Yeah. So these are the things... These are very basic attacking tendencies that any test captain possesses, right? Yeah. And I don't know how our captain has not even thought about these. Yeah. Right? Now, that's how I felt like we could have gotten them out over, if we put more pressure, we could have gotten them out in like a smaller total. Yeah. Now, coming to the last day, right? Yeah. I would say probably the worst day in boundless cricketing Test one of the recent most cricketing history, history. Yeah. right? Yeah. What do you think went wrong? No, I think this is the thing. Like when you're approaching the final day of a test match, 300 to get almost. I think 295 is what they needed on the final day. This is basic test cricket. You go full out attack from ball one. That my goal is to get them out by lunch today if I can, right? You can't wait for things to happen because 300 for the day is 90 overs plus an extra 30 minutes at the end. So 97 overs. And he essentially has to score 100 runs in a session, which if you take into account the T20 mindset of today's cricket is not difficult at all. A guy gets... Even West Indies, this guy. Yeah, these guys are basically the T20 powerhouses, right? They don't play T20s for two days. They'll still come and win a World Cup. But that's the thing. We are bowling different lines, different lengths. In test cricket, I know we've heard 
special, like skilled players always talk about the importance of bowling in the one spot. And our spinners did not do that on the final day. You bowl one short, one completely full, one somewhere in there. You have a bad ball every over. Once you have a bad ball every over for 90 overs, that's it. The game's getting taken away from you. And if the guys are not... Your body language in the field speaks a lot about how you're approaching the game. India was down and out 240 runs. But against they came uh, against, against England. Oh, England, yeah. Right. They came back looking like they were leading 240 runs. And so that's the difference. Like these are things like they, they waited for things to happen until the last session when Tamim kind of took a responsibility and he's like, let me see if I can make things happen. We got a couple of wickets, but by that time, the game's already gone from their hands, right? And another important aspect of test cricket, like one thing you really need to do in test cricket is bowl in partnerships. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One person, like we've seen many times, one bowler does not get any wicket, right? Nathan Lyon went dry against India at home, right? Yeah. But the pressure he ex- created from one end, Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood got the, got, got the wickets the from the other end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in test cricket, it's like you said, you got to bowl accuracy, same point, make the, put, keep exerting constant pressure on the batsman, force them to make a mistake. And for that, you need a partnership. You need two bowlers to be accurate, bowling good length. If you're banking, of course you were banking yeah. on a spinning track or else yeah. you wouldn't have picked three to four spinners. Spinners, yeah. If you are, if that's your game plan, I'm really interested to know what instruction was given to these guys at the dugout, yeah. right? Yeah. Like what, where, what is your, Tactic, what is your spot? spot what like is your what, length, yeah. right? Yeah. If Naim is bowling two short balls in an over and getting clamped to the boundary, yeah. Why is he? Why is he playing that game? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless, or, or maybe yes, your captain has told you to bowl full, but you can bowl full. Like that is a school, great cricket <laughs> error. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You and I make that error. That understandable. Understand. Not on international teams. No. Right. No. So I really want to know what this plan was. Right. Yeah. But you know that's the point. I don't think there was a plan. They need huge amount of runs. They got, like you know, new debutants. This is our game. These guys right? thought they were we just going to come. We got complacent too early. Yeah. We yeah. got complacent way too early. Yeah. And we did not need, we felt like we did not need a plan. Yeah. Yes, we're going to bowl accurately. Yeah. Yes, just keep it in line. They're going to give out give wicket. wicket. That's not test cricket. Yeah. That's not cricket. Yeah. Any team, any day can take the game away from you. Yeah. And if you captaining a test cricket test side, if that's your understanding, I rest my case. That's not a captain. That is not. No, right. no. Everyone's going after the coach. Hey, man, I understand. Yes, maybe the coach has flaws too in this. Yeah. I have not seen, we have not seen any sort of um, effort being put from the captain in the last day to make things happen. Yeah. Instead, every time the camera showed him, he, he was like, on a very confused state. Yeah, he looked like... like he had no idea about what was happening, right? Yeah. And coming back to the topic about coach. Yes, coach might have communication issue or he might not be understanding the tactics well, may not be placing the right players in the right positions. 
But besides all of that, Russell Domingo is a pretty accomplished coach. He took South Africa from literally through their transition period to world number one, right? If that coach cannot help this team, then who can? Because we've been recycling coaches more than recycling uh, companies come around to pick your bins, right? <laughs> and we've recycled through more, way more coaches than any other na- international team in the last few years. And I think it's time that players and the management start taking responsibility for themselves rather than keep blaming this one guy who, I mean, obviously he's a foreigner. First, he has to come and adjust with the team and all these things, right? So you can't keep blaming that one stakeholder and everyone else gets a pass. Right? And, and we keep blaming one, one guy in the game, yeah. whereas we're masking everyone else's fault, yeah. right? Yeah. Another point. I have so many complaints about this, this <laughs> test series, right? Tamim was batting well in the recent years. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's batting around his pads a lot, right? By batting around his pads, I mean he is going almost across the line of the ball. Yeah. He's overextending his front foot, and then he's putting his bat around the pad to play it either on the leg side or even defend in front of it. Yeah. Now, yes, that is a technique that probably has increased his bat speed yeah. or his hand-eye, he can bank on that much. Yeah. If you watch the C-Test series, how did Tamim get out? One was a bowl between his bat and pad. One was a... LBW. LBW, again, trying to, trying to go around the pad. Yeah. Right? However many times he got out this series, you'd see he has been trying to play. It's one or the other. Yeah. He's trying to play around the pad. Simple. Yeah. Right? He got bowled, and there was a gap between bat and pad. Because if you look at that clip, I played that clip five, 15 times. Yeah. His bat was coming from the side. And why was it coming from the side? He's a great batsman. It's coming from the side because, because he's trying to go around the pad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's trying to go around his front foot. Yeah. So it's coming from gully instead of coming from like first slip. Yeah. Right? So if your bat is coming from gully and to a Kemar Roach. Who's bowling 140s. Who's bowling 140s. Hey, that's a big flaw. Yeah. That is a big flaw. Yeah. Right? And that's what exactly happened. He bowled him through the gate. Yeah. Right? If your test opening batsman gets bowled through the gate, I mean, that's, that's a that's, problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's one problem. I think Tamim could have... Yes, he scored some runs, yeah. but there was a lack of leadership in him too. Yeah. Mushfiq, one guy we have squeezed the life out life. of this guy. <laughs> in any situation, format, game, game, we have demanded runs from this guy. Yeah. How long can this guy deliver? Yeah. Right? It's one guy who's shouldering it's, everything. It's right. our... And a Mominol too, right? In our, test cricket. Yes. For yeah. test cricket, Mominols are score run at, runs at home. Yeah. Our dependencies on Shakib, on Mushi, is unthinkable. Yeah. Unthinkable. Look at other test teams. The dependencies we have on... Like, Virat Kohli did not play... The whole series. The whole series in Australia. Look at what India did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They got injured. Seven players got injured. Yeah. Look at what India did. Their bench strength came. Guys who were net bowlers came back. And People <laughs> and and this shows. Uh, Washington Sundar, who was taken, was flown there for T20s. Yeah. He didn't get picked. Yeah. He had no no one ever told him while he was in India that he was gonna play a test. Yeah. This guy was ready for it. Yeah. This guy was ready when he got the chance. Right. Um, Shardul Thakur, 
who Shardul Thakur wasn't playing one game anywhere, anywhere. in that series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Bumrah, Shami, and Siraj. Umesh Yadav did not get injured. Yeah. Their three frontline players had to get injured, injured to get Shardul Thakur. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For us, Mustafiz goes into the danger zone first test. He doesn't... Bowl for the rest of the test. Bowl for the East. He has lost all They're his lost. touch. Yeah. Right? And yeah. our... And Abu Jayat comes in next test. I mean... I mean, he picked six wickets, but that's not test... That's not... A test bowler, that's right? That's not a test bowler. Yeah. I mean, there will be a lot of debates. A lot of people will be like, yeah, six wickets. Well, how do you think he's not a test bowler? I think... He needs a little lot more variation yeah. and a lot more pace, pace to play as an impact bowler in Test cricket. Yeah, like we saw with uh, Muhammad Abbas in yeah. Pakistan. He like he took eighteen wickets against Australia on a road in Dubai, literally a road, and everyone was like, "Oh, like this guy doesn't bowl that quick. You know, he's still good. Like he's good for Test cricket." But eventually, he got found out. Guys were batting outside of the crease to him. He's only bowling at 130. So you can take two steps out of your crease and bat against him, yeah. right? There's not, you, you don't have to worry about a 140 no. uh, rocket coming yeah. at you. You, got, you can bat two feet outside your crease, still have enough time to play him. Exactly. Yeah. So like with the reaction time that international players have, he got found out pretty quickly. He went overseas and there was, he could not do anything, right? He's not contributing in any way. And now... He's dropped. So that's what happens, right? In a, on a slow Mirpur ranked turner, Abu Jayad Rahi will get a six-figure haul because he's already not express pace and the pitch is slow. So whatever variation or anything he has gets him those wickets. But he goes overseas. A good batsman will play him out easily. And also, see about amongst the six wickets he got, I have seen two wickets where... The batsman gave them away. Batsman played it way yeah. outside off stump, yeah. inside edge to the stump. Yeah. The bowler doesn't get too much credit for that wicket. Yeah. A few of those were tailenders, like Warikan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Warikan is a night watchman. Night watchman, yeah. You got Warikan out, big deal. You got Warikan <laughs> out, right? Yeah. Like when it came to real bats, like proper batsmen, we did not. We, did. we couldn't, right? Yeah. So my I think, you know. What uh, I will keep talking about India, right? And what even England? Indi- what yes, even England. England's was in playing amazing test. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, our core problem, the biggest problem in our core, is the culture. Yeah. Virat Kohli changed India as a side in Test ODIs and T20s by just changing the culture. Culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Every player in India team is ready. And if anything the Australia-India series has shown us, it is the readiness of Indian mm-hmm. players, even if they have never played one, one international game. Yeah. yeah, They are ready to play in Australia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This, this is how a test team should be. And we need a big cultural change. Yeah. We need a huge cultural change in order to progress in test cricket. Yeah. It's not one squad change. It's not going to happen in two series. Okay, we you know, fielded a brand new 11. Yeah. None of these are going to help. No. We're going to win a one-odd game here and there again. Th- that's right? It. Yeah. And that we are going to stay stuck in the situation we are in today where we lost against a third-tier West Indies side. Yeah. Right? And I think this is the issue, right? 
like it's not only west indies they've lost against yeah bangladesh lost against afghanistan at home yeah bangladesh lost against pakistan in pakistan they went to india they lost to india in india they come home to west indies they lose to west indies so that's actually four series in a row bangladesh have not won a test match they haven't competed in a test match yeah, right that's big so that's that's that is concerning and that shows that your system is not producing players and we can come to player selection now in that case yeah someone like saif hasan averages 42 in first class cricket which is supposed to be the benchmark for selecting players in test cricket in the country from what we have seen from so what, far what we have seen so far right he doesn't get a game but some guy who was not even part of the squad all of a sudden he's now considered a full all-rounder who bowls pace apparently comes he didn't even get a game as an opener in the ODI series comes in as an opener in a test match looks completely out of sorts does not look like he belongs at the level yasir al rabbi averages 49 in first class cricket how many people in bangladesh average 49 in first class cricket probably not that many and he doesn't get a game ahead of mithun ali who scored a grand total of one century in his list day career i don't know how you get picked for an international side after that and he comes in and looks like rakim karno was just baiting a fish out of the pond that day right so these are absolutely questionable calls what do you think absolutely absolutely um i felt like saif hasan should have played in bangladesh shomo yeah shomo got called i don't know if he got called okay there's my point okay shomo was called because shakib got injured shakib got injured yeah. and we need to replace an all rounder yeah 100% fine yeah if shomo got called shomo is a medium pacer yeah. when rahi was struggling to get wickets why wasn't shomo bowling so if you banked on a player if you banked a spot on the team on an all-rounder yeah. you're expected to make that guy play as a bowler and, and as, as a, a batsman yeah. that's what you do with shakib yeah. if someone was replacing shakib why didn't he get to bowl yeah right yeah. one two of course shomo looked like deer on headlights <laughs> and i don't remember i don't know if you remember the skips on the second test before bangladesh batted i told you guys shomo's going to get out, out. in zero within zero to four runs yeah to shannon gabriel Chain. yeah did that happen or not exactly that happened right exactly and that happened cuz so and he got out exactly how i said it yeah. because he was not ready yeah the whatever 10 balls he faced he was not ready he wasn't connecting anything from the middle he did not look compact he was throwing his bat outside off and you know inevitably he got out in a very yeah. low score. I mean if we can predict that sitting here miles yeah. away <laughs> I mean meanwhile, what's the issue? Meanwhile you played Saifasan. Yeah. You are playing Saifasan as a test specialist. Yeah. I have a problem I'm coming to this Bangladeshi culture of making test specialists. Test specialists. Yeah. You play Saifasan as a test specialist. Why isn't he playing as an opener? Yeah. If Shadman can play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He also bowls spin. Yeah. Right? And the guy got a few wickets uh, in the practice in game. In the practice game. Yeah. Why isn't he the all-rounder who's playing? Why does Shomo who's out of everywhere yeah. needs to come he's not even in the test roster needs to come and play one why didn't Mahmudullah Riyad play yeah. he's an all-rounder yeah and he, Riyad in his last 6 matches he last 12 innings he has 3 centuries yeah 
and all of a sudden he's not considered good enough for test cricket i don't know how that and they would be like i think they wanted opener and an all-rounder which is crazy if you which ask is, me yeah because you could have made shanto open with amim yeah kept the rest of the batting order same plugged in riyad at five yeah we're set, we're set. right yeah. and riyad gives you a bowling option yeah saif hasan gives you a bowling option when did saif hasan riyad all these people get topped by shomo's bowling <laughs> in on a ranked turner rank turn. who's a medium pacer yeah right yeah so these are these are alarming calls yeah i don't know who makes it makes it what are the maybe maybe like you know what's uh, what's the thought process behind these calls what is this thought process i don't know some some news portals are reporting oh riyad had a back injury this and that okay why didn't mosaddeq get picked why didn't Sheikh Mahdi Sheikh Mahdi has Mahdi has oh, get man. picked. Oh, that man. guy is a solid batsman. That guy is a solid bowler. Yeah. He's a gun fielder. Why didn't Mahdi has get picked? I think he has one of the best first class stats in the country yeah. for an all-rounder. He averages 43 with the bat. He averages 30 with the ball. That's basically the best thing you can ask from an all-rounder, right? And if this guy comes Shakib was a spinner and a batsman. If you need to replace that, get yourself a spinner and a batsman. You had one in the team, you didn't use him. And if you have to bring guys from outside, Ben Mahmudullah, you didn't use him. Yeah. Bring Sheikh Mahdi Hassan, you, you didn't, didn't use him. And now all of a sudden, you bring a guy who's a medium pacer and say, oh, "No, we play two spin, uh, two pacers." Yeah. That doesn't work. That is just plain stupid. Yeah. Because these and so the, these kind of show that we do not plan ahead of time. in case what you know let's say mushi got injured yeah what happens <laughs> i mean they would have played mithun again right yeah like you have these <laughs> tier b set up players yeah whoever gets injured you somehow plug these guys in giving yourself some satisfaction have decent logic yeah right yeah. that oh you know i made a right decision playing an all rounder in place of an all rounder these are these are not going to take you anywhere in test cricket no right um i also think yes a lot of like a lot of people say that you know test cricket requires maturity which it does for sure yeah we give too many players test caps too prob- quick too quick probably we're the quickest to give test caps out in the cricketing world yeah yeah right yeah. we're giving out test caps i don't even remember like so many play- players have played like one series and never played never again. played yeah so what is the thought process going behind selecting these players yeah. right and we tag people as test specialists right we tag mominul as test specialists yeah we are playing saif hasan chadman as test specialists but we are tagging them as test specialists but we don't see that action from the team yeah right if chadman and saif are test specialists they should be playing every test yeah right yeah. somehow fit them in so somehow fit them in right, right? yeah yeah if exactly. you cannot fit them in they shouldn't be tagged as test specialists right because they're yeah. not even getting games right how are they going to build on that experience so and it's not like you host a team tours parallel to the national team series yes. that these guys are going to go play in there if they're not playing the actual series yeah. and getting that experience we're not that organized yeah. either. either yeah so when like you pick five guys five pacers in the test team you don't even play two of them yeah you pick all these play, uh, batsmen pure batsmen or somewhat pure batsmen and offer something with bowling they don't play 
but you jet out some random and guys also from you you pick five pacers, no all rounders in the test roster, yeah. knowing Shakib Alassane's coming up, coming back from an injury. Yeah, right. Yeah, and no that cover. has happened. That he has shown his discomfort with the groin in ODIs. He has shown that in te- on field, like um, we've seen that on TV. Yeah. How are you as a coach or a captain don't know about your player? Yeah. Right? So these are, there are 10,000 other things that probably needs to be fixed before we can call ourselves like a formidable side in test, uh, in test cricket. Yeah. Uh, I think we need a massive revamp, right? Yeah. We need to change Momino as a captain. Momino First does not deserve, deserve to, to be, be a, a captain. captain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Momino isn't a test captain. We need a new captain. I wouldn't blame coach as much because no. we are way before that. We have a lot of problems on field. We need a solid core test team yeah. that get experienced, send them on A team duties, send them like, you know, um, play them on test games, right? Yeah. We need a core test team. We need to get away from this rank Turner pitches oh, at yes. home. Oh my God. No matter how much we have wanted to uh, succumb operation, uh, oppositions to our pressure, yeah. we got it boomeranged it, it, at us. Yeah, Afghanistan, right. a completely new team. They, this is the, the first time they employed this rank Turner tactic was against Afghanistan. A team that has literally not played test cricket, they're literally starting at that time, comes and runs through Bangladesh. With their spinners. Their spinners did better than our spinners, which is shameful in itself. And then they followed this up again at home, right now against West Indies, and it failed again. These guys expect that the spinners that come from overseas are not as skilled as they are at home. That's not possible. Our batsmen are not as skilled (laughs) to defend those spinners at home. Yeah, yeah. When are we going to accept that fact? Yeah. Just, if you're making rank turners, your batsmen should be... That should be their bread and butter. Yeah. Right? But your batsmen are struggling against spinners. And it's not even the struggle part. It's just so... Unorganized. Unorganized. And your players, you will never develop solid pacers if your test wickets are like turners that. like that. Yeah. You will never. never. Even a solid pacer who has pace needs to bowl slow in this wicket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you will never come up with great pacers, which so far we have shown potential on pacing uh, our pace attacks, right? Yeah. We got Shoriful, Hassan Mahmoud, Taskins bowling more, uh, more pace these days. Um, uh, Mustafiz. Mustafiz has got in swing. swing. He's, he's turning yeah. it into the OFT, right? Yeah. And I think if you look at the President's Cup and the T20 that happened, pacers got the most wickets in those tournaments. Yeah. And they had sporting wickets play in those tournaments. And Pacers got the most wickets. You had Mukidul Islam and these guys also looking pretty well, right? Mm. So if Pacers are doing well when conditions are given to them to favor them, that's the way they're going to improve, right? You can't expect a guy to go overseas and start bowling well if you're not letting him do that at home. It's not going to build him in any way, shape or form if he hasn't had the confidence of building it at home. First class matches, these Pacers bowl like... 10, 15 overs in a day, maximum, right? It doesn't help. It does not help. Sometimes they don't even bowl that 10, 15 overs, right? So this way, you can't have a test squad that can 
basically challenge other teams. It's not going to happen. No, you definitely need a pace attack. You cannot be banking on only spinners at home and then expect your pacers to kill it at in an overseas. Yeah. Right? So th- that's a huge problem. Leadership is a huge problem. And overall, I think now that we have hit rock bottom, I think high time we just cut all the fluff and address that as a, cu- as a team, we need to change our cricketing culture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There is a lot of uh, things we can learn from Australia, India, England on how they introduce their uh, newcomers, newcomers yeah. uh, debutants. Yeah. We can learn a lot on how their team cultures are, right? How Washington Sundar takes on responsibility yeah. being brand new to test cricket, right? How um, Pujara bats two days, right? Without any... Without, without any. like he's, he's taking shots right and left. Yeah. He's still batting away. Yeah. Not my most favorite player, <laughs> but he's doing the job he needs yeah. to do. Yeah. So we need a cultural change, right? Yeah. We need a cultural change in terms of our dependency on our Fab Five, which is Fab Four now, yeah. right? Minus Mashrafi. Yeah. Our dependency on them. Shakib doesn't play one, t- two tests, and we are, you know, lost in lost C. Lost in C, yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Coming, we're, we're going to address the topic of Shakib not playing, playing tests, tests and playing IPL after yeah. this. Yeah. But we're, like, I just wanted to make that point that we are depending heavily on our top four yeah. while everyone else is trying to, trying to just ride that boat yeah. while these four drive it, right? Yeah. That's not always going to fly on test cricket. No. We need a cultural shift. We need a leadership shift. And we need... The board to decide i have a strict um structure and design on how we're approaching test cricket yeah if not now we're gonna be right where we were we're still where we were five seven years back we're gonna be exactly where we're or worse five seven years from late now. not later yeah yeah i think just to finish off on that point like like people say oh we have been only playing test cricket for 20 21 years other teams have been playing for so many years and all that stuff that does not work in modern cricket. In modern cricket, everyone's on the same level. And if you're not making use of the technology, the resources at hand in modern day cricket, back in the day, they played two tests or three tests in a year. And that's it. Their mode of travel was different. Everything was different, right? When these teams got their test status. So right now, you have to catch up or else you're always going to be left behind. And coming back to your point about players being ready, someone like Rishabh Pant, I think Harsha Bogle mentioned, he was like, Rishabh Pant probably doesn't even know anything other than his name when he wakes up in the morning. This was before the Australia series started because there was so much question about the guy's spot, his ability, whether he's actually good enough for international cricket, this, that, everything. Comes back, now he's winning games, test matches for fun. For his country right Cameron Green literally the guy was hyped to the maximum as the next big thing right as soon as the series started think about how much confidence that gives a guy right so when you have systems in place that allows players to su- succeed you are gonna have a successful team but when your system has so many flaws so many issues it's just not gonna happen and Right on your point, we need a revamp completely. 
Yes, I mean, a lot of people who have watched this games probably, and rightfully so, will blame the players for not performing on like, at par or yeah. above. But I think, yes, we agree that the players have not showed up, a lot of them. Yeah. But again, we cannot be blaming players yeah. when management and board and a system has failed them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We cannot be blaming decisions like... Uh, Picking Shomo or Mitun on the players. That, that, that's a complete right? system issue. That's a complete system issue. Yeah. We cannot be uh, blaming the lack of uh, playing, mm -hmm. test, playing opportunities for this so-called test specialist yeah. on the players. Yeah. Right? And these don't happen, your players won't be ready. Of course, Shakib, Mushi, Tamim, they're going to fail one test here and there, right? They're yeah. not going to score runs. Yeah. But someone else has to pick it up, right? Someone else has to, has to lead. Like for us, if the top four, one of the top four or any of the top four fail, we just give up. Yep. So are we riding the boat? Are we riding uh, whatever the top four is driving? We're just riding that. And if these guys were to retire tomorrow. Yeah. And this guy's so, like Shakib. It's not like that's a nice uh, move to our next topic, which is Shakib's not playing tests. Yeah. He's going to play IPL. Yeah. If you ask me, I'm in favor of Shakib. Completely. Yep. Right. Yep. Yes. This is. A lot, this is crazy. Why would a national player, a hero like that, who has, you know, made his name through cricket, not serve his national team? Yeah. We can argue about that. As much as you want. As much as you want. Yeah. You can think emotionally as much as you want. But if you think logically, I think Shakib has the freedom to choose what he wants to play. Yeah. Um, instead of being emotional and demanding his services. Yeah. We also need to see that we need to build a squad that is not, uh, that's independent yeah. on any one player, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think Shakib not playing, yes, would I want Shakib to play? Of course, yeah. I would have loved it if he played, but I think Shakib not playing, this is our biggest opportunity. Two spots opened up, yeah. technically. Technically. We, a spinner and a bowler, and an, of course, the all-rounder okay. replacement. Three spots opened up in the roster, in the 15-man squad. Yeah. And this is our time to get the new kids, the next potent kids with potential in. Identify the right talents. You have to yeah. identify the right talents. Like, this is the opportunity. Shakib doesn't want to play test cricket. That's on him. That's completely yeah. fine, right? Yeah. But this is where you start moving on from this dependency. I think I was pretty disheartened to hear Mominos say... I think multiple times during that second test where he mentioned, oh, we don't have Shakib Bhai, this and that. You can't keep giving that as an excuse. Shakib Al-Hassan could be retired tomorrow. He meets a freak accident, something happens, he could be retired tomorrow. What are you going to do? You're going to blame on that for next 10 years? That can't happen, right? And rightly said by you, I think this opened up three spots where you identify those three right guys that you can bank on for two years from now, three years from now, right? And as long as you keep on focusing on, oh, yes, Tamim will come and score this, Mushri will come and score this. Mushri is the best test batsman in the country, but he can only consume so much for so long. If he gets out in a pressure situation, I mean, he did by playing a very rash shot after he got very, to 50, right? But that can happen. A lot of great things happen to a lot of players, but there was no one else ready to step up right after he got out. And that shows the gap, right? Except for Miraz. Yeah. No one showed up in those batting lineup, right? Yeah. So Litton pulled some weight. Litton pulled. pulled some weight, yes, yes. for sure. Miraz yeah. did 
I think Tajul batted exceptionally. Yeah. In uh, for a tail ender. For yeah. a tail ender, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Like you know, he has <laughs> somewhat. He has more front foot. Is a better front foot defense than Tamim. <laughs> how he got out, right? Yeah. So, coming back to the Shakib's topic of not playing Test. Yes, we would love him to see in all colors for Bangladesh, right? Yeah. Whites, T20s, ODIs. But if he chooses to play T20, and also, again, I don't think he's being selfish. No. Uh, the nationwide, social media-wide statement about Shakib going after money, that is just funny to me because as a cricketer, I think Shakib has made enough money. He yeah. wants to build a legacy right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you guys... Um, don't know. Shakib has started a cricket academy in Bangladesh. Yeah. Shakib had all the opportunities to start that cricket academy in US. Yeah. US is a very emerging cricketing nation now. Yeah. Him being from one of the you know test playing nations, one of the number one all rounder in the world. Yeah. They would, would have. have taken he, they would have taken that at a heartbeat. That yeah. offer if Shakib wanted to open a cricket academy in Texas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And cricket, US cricket is doing amazing if you guys are not caught up with that. Yeah. So, Shakib opened a test cricket, I mean a cricket academy yeah. in Bangladesh. Yeah. Shakib is, has served Bangladesh in many uncountable uh, ways in all formats of the cricket. Yeah. So, I don't think Shakib Al Hassan, honestly, like it's just yes, hilarious it's, it's, how it's, people are like, oh, she's running after money. Yeah. He has enough money. Yeah. We all know that. He has enough power yeah. in Bangladesh yeah. or in other countries in the world. This guy is running after legacy. Legacy. And he understands test cricket probably better than all of us making all these noise. Yeah. So if he's taking a decision consciously to play IPL instead of test cricket, I think we have to, we should think a little more deep into it rather than right. just what meets the eyes and go with the masses and just yell at him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. T20 World Cup's coming up and then the next... Uh, next year is also a T20 World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. So, I understand. Maybe that's, that's not the logic of playing, oh, well, that's why Shaq is playing IPL. No. But... It doesn't it, have to be. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to be. That's not yeah. all I'm saying. Like, yeah. He doesn't need that logic. No. Right? Yeah. And if you are shaking at your knees because Shakib Al-Hassan isn't going to play in your team, <laughs> you have bigger issues to solve. Yeah. You can't be blaming him. You have bigger issues to solve at home. And like I said, Shakib not playing for the team opens up three spots. We have enough players in the pipeline who are waiting for opportunities, right? Uh, like, for example, it's a little not relevant to Shakib, but Mushfiq has, has taken up all the keeping positions in all formats since since a long for a long time yeah only recently we have started uh, putting uh lit on, on band the wickets right yeah so so many other keepers in bangladesh are not even seeing daylight because of these right yeah like liton and mushfiq taking up the whole spot yeah so similarly a lot of left arm spinners a lot of uh, all-rounders a lot of like number three four batsmen yeah. have not seen daylight because one spot was taken, like by three spots were taken by one person, one person, which is a great problem to have. Yeah. But you should also be ready when he's not available, you to can move. still function as normal business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a pretty good way to talk about the Sakib issue. I think Mustafiz is also moving towards that where he wants to play the IPL, but it's still not sure. But for him, I would say it's a little 
50-50 because... I think even if Mustafiz plays IPL, I don't think Mustafiz is a test bowler... At all. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Right? Yeah. Yes, he has developed an in-swinger and, you know, he has a cutter. Yeah. I still don't think Mustafiz is a test bowler. Uh, we need to groom test bowlers, right? We need bowlers who can bowl pace, who can change the... Uh, change the flow of the game with their pace attack, right? We need to uh, do, for example, Pat Cummins is the number one test bowler in the world. Yeah. And is he only good in Australia? No. He's good all over the world. And he has bowled enough spells where he changed the game completely on irrespective of the wickets. Right? With his pace and accuracy, yeah. he has changed games completely. I don't know if you saw this, but after the uh, Australia India series, there was a stat that Pat Cummins bowled on that off stump to yeah. fifth stump corridor 97% of his deliveries. That's actually. And crazy. there was not one single ball that was bowled to a batsman on his middle or leg stump. Yeah. Over how many tests? Four, Four tests. tests. You're playing as a frontline bowler. How many overs have you bowled per test? Insane. So these guys bowl like 30 overs in a test match. 30 or, yeah. In, in an per, innings. In an innings, innings right? Yeah, in so an innings. So let's say 25 overs in an innings, innings, 50 overs in a test, four tests, you bowl 200. 200. Let's say 150 overs you've bowled. Yeah. And your 97% is on one corridor. Exactly. No, no wonder, it's no. no joke, he's a number one test bowler in the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, test cricket, yes, you need pacers, you need spinners, you need pacers to change the flow of the game if yeah. spinners are not getting wickets, right? You need to uh, intimidate with your pacers. So, all that factored in. I don't think Mustafiz is one of our top line test bowlers. Like, yes, Shakib going away from the test, it hurts the team, for yeah, sure. For sure. There's but no denying that. Yeah. Mustafiz going away from the team, I don't think it'll hurt as much. Given we have solid pacers so, waiting, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that on our on players playing choosing IPL over Test. And yes, it's not the ideal situation for balance cricket, mm -hmm. but I think this is we gotta see the we gotta see the hope in this uh, in this dark situation because there is I don't. It's unfair to blame it on Shakti. That Shakti yeah. is always gonna. Always gonna serve you like you want him. Yeah, to, yeah. Right. He cannot yeah. take a series off because he's uh, he's having a you know his baby, third, 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 third child. child. Yeah. Oh, he got to play for yeah. Bangladesh. Yeah. No. No. If you yeah. and I take a vacation for feeling sick, if you and I take a vacation for a family issue, why doesn't Shakib get to take a vacation? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He deserves to be there for the birth of his child. Simple. There is right? no questions on that. Yeah. There is no question. Yeah. If your team fails because of him not being there, that's not that's, his fault. That's not his fault. Exactly. That's absolutely not his fault. Yeah. Virat Kohli went back after playing one test. India showed them that Kohli is amazing to us. We still can do it without him. Without it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No player is bigger than the game. No. If no player is bigger than the game, why are you banking on that one guy, one guy. for everything? Yes. Yeah. So, I think, yes, we would have, like, again, if Shaki played, it would be amazing. If Shaki doesn't play, it's a professional game. He took a professional decision. You move on. You move on. You play. You build a pipeline for these kind of situations. And you play the people that are waiting their chances. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, hopefully, Shaki does amazing in IPL. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. 
Cake back to KKR. Yeah. So I think KKR I, Brendan McCullum is very excited. Yeah, I think Shakib I think he's a very big fan of Shakib yeah. himself, and yeah. I think I would be pretty interested to see how he gels with Morgan and Shubman Gill and these guys, and I think yeah. he'll be a big part of their leadership group this IPL. So I know Venki Mishor, the KKR CEO, he also said for them a big part of this auction was to bring Shakib back to KKR. And they got a chance with that because he had he didn't have a team last year, so he was basically up in the auction. And uh, I mean, if any team had him last year, they would have retained him, right? So I think KKR has gotten a very cheap buy, and they'll get a very good value out of it. Another uh, exciting thing to look out for is Mustafi is playing in a brand new team. He's yeah. never played in before, Rajasthan yeah. Royals. Yeah, um, I think that's great for yeah. his. Uh, his opportunities is he has only played in one team so far and this would also help him um, try to acclimatize with the cricketing world yeah. we have all seen like he had issues in the past about communicating because of a language barrier because of a cultural barrier with a lot yeah. and I think cricket has evolved so much that everyone in the cricketing circuit is now friends with each other. Yeah. So you have to learn to build that sort of relationship with other players. players yeah. Because so many franchise cricket happen around the world these days. Like there are players you know they play franchise cricket, but you don't know what nation what national, national side they're from. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like so many commentators funny. Yeah. How Ali Khan is from US. Yeah. So many commentators say UAE, Pakistan, Pakistan. Oman. Like yeah. so many people just <laughs> mistake and say all this, right? Yeah. Which is I mean, which is a good thing. That means the cricketing world is not uh, very um, secluded to themselves, so, all yeah. the nations. Yeah. Everyone's friends with everyone these yeah. days. So it's a big cultural shift from yeah. what it used to be before. Yeah. We've seen that in Australia India series as well. Not as much Guys sledging. Not as much. They're like very good friends, everyone. Yeah. So time for our players to also, you know, become be friends with uh, these cra- the people in the circuit. So I think that's all that together, like, you know, most of it's great opportunity for him. Yeah. Um, so excited to see him too. Uh, a little sad. I mean, other players didn't get picked, but hopefully better luck, you know, in the future. Next year. I mean, there's two more teams coming next year, so hopefully that's 16 more overseas player spots. Maybe uh, Mushfik might finally get a shout in the IPL. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. So, we were, at this point of our podcast, uh, we'd like to introduce a brand new segment to our podcast. A lot of uh, you have Bandira, uh, and a few people have uh, reached out to me and uh, requested that we introduce a question answer session. So we have that sounded like an exciting idea. Thank you for your ideas, and we would we are more than glad to introduce a question answer session. Yeah. So we will be posting from now on onwards on our episodes. For the last, you know, however many minutes, we will answer your questions. So you can ask us questions on our Facebook, Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, whenever we have a episode out or a post out, you can just you know send our questions to that. Yeah. And if you want, you can send our questions in our uh, Instagram DMs or Facebook message. Facebook messages. Yeah. But. A lot of people are most com- more comfortable just commenting on the post. Yeah. So that's, that's also, great too. Yeah. So we're going to start a brand new question and answer sessions from our next episode. So get all your questions in. 
uh, would love to answer. We're no cricketing experts. Yeah. We're no. We're just you know fans of the game. Yeah. We just watch cricket since we were kids, and that's where all our passion, passion comes from. Passion comes from. Yeah. Uh, we play very basic cricket <laughs> uh, in Canada. Yeah. So we. That's how our understanding of the game comes from. So we'll try our best to answer all your questions. Um, any question you might have about the game currently, current cricketing world, players, or you know certain aspects of uh, test cricket, ODIs, or T20s. Yeah. So we'll be glad to answer those. So keep those questions coming. Uh, and you can uh, add hashtag AskTheCordon. So whenever you ask a question, just use the hashtag Ask the cordon, yeah. and we will just filter it through the hashtag and answer. Try to answer all the questions, yeah. right? Relevant questions to cricket, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so keep them coming. We'll be back with our next episode sooner than we have with this one, <laughs> and hopefully we all have a better schedule uh, now onwards. Yeah. So excited to come up with our next episode. Excited to hear what you guys have to say. Any suggestion about our podcast? Any question about cricket? Everything welcome. Yeah. If you have specific questions to Afi, Kibbs, or me, you can address that too. Address that, yeah. So just use the hashtag, AskTheCordon, and we'll be glad to get to your question. Thank you for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Adios. Peace. <laughs>